Praise God. Praise God, saints of God, ladies of God. I am your host, Dion Marie, back before you this Monday on our marvelous Monday podcast with God's virtuous woman. Today is July 5th, and this is the day that God has made for you and for I. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I want you to really meditate on that for just a moment because there are thousands of people literally today, this Monday, whether it's a holiday or not, who did not wake up, ladies of God, who did not wake up, but you did. And I'm so glad that you did. And I thank God for sparing and keeping your life, which means ultimately there is there is a purpose. There is a purpose for you to still be living and moving and having your being in God. I am so thankful and grateful to God for you. And I love life in abundance to the full until it overflows. And I want you to understand in Jesus name that God wants you to have the same thing. Not waking up feeling like you're the last of the last. Not waking up feeling like, oh God, this is another Monday. Oh, help me, Jesus. You know, it's, it's, you've got to understand and ladies really, really dig deep down into your hearts and know the plans that God has for your life is to prosper you and not to hurt or harm you. It's to bring wealth and prosperity to you at this time. If you are still actively living and moving and breathing and having your being, there is an ordained predestined purpose for your life. And you need to wake up every God for your feet hitting the very floor and you being able to walk. The enemy wants, and this happened to me, this happened to me, especially greatly since last year when God developed and God bought this uh, women's ministry and birthed this woman's ministry uh, last year, hot and heavy, hot and heavy. The devil was the, just mad, upset, disgusted, busted, and trying to do everything that he could to get me to keep silent. But I thank God because it wasn't me. If, if I had my own choice, I would not even be here today to speak before you and to give you words of ex- exhortation and words of empowerment and words of encouragement and words of motivation. No, that, that's not what, what I wanted to do. But here's the deal. And some of you, a little of you may know a little bit about it, but God's virtuous woman, the virtuous woman, this was a a a message that was birthed and that was given unto me. It was a message. I wouldn't say it was necessarily birth, but this was a a message of God that was given back to me in 1996. Yes, 1996. So I'm telling you, ladies of God, no one, no one can shake this foundation. I have chosen on purpose to execute and to fulfill the purpose that God has ordained for me to do even before the foundations of the world. When I caught when I caught the vision, it was in 1996. And life happened after that. And that vision was put aside. But I thank God. I thank God. I thank God that through it all, I have learned to trust and to depend upon God and his word. So I thank you for being a part of the podcast today because God has a word for you. This is our marvelous Mondays. We're coming to you at points to encourage, empower, and motivate you to get through the rest of the week. Just for ladies, we love our husbands. We love our our boys. We love our, our uncles, our brothers, the whole nine yards. But this is 
This is ordained for you, for you as the woman, the wife, and the mother. According to God's Proverbs 31 woman, this is sustained and have been birthed to focus on you, developing you, cultivating you, and helping you to grow, to be that best wife, and to be that best mother, and to be that best woman, and, and woman in a lot of capacities, that woman who is the aunt, that woman who is the niece, that woman who is the granddaughter, that woman who is the uh, 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 stepmother. Um, in, in many cases, my uh, <laughs> it's funny, I, I still say this and I bless him to this day. My ex-husband used to say, uh, you know, there's no such thing as a, as a stepdaughter or or uh someone of that nature. No, that's just my daughter. And he, he was on to something and he is right. There's nothing stepping to any side about God. It just is. He just is. He, God, just is. I am the beginning and the ending, the author, the finisher of your fate, your great high priest, Oh my God, you're Alpha, you're Omega, you're beginning and you're the end. And excuse me, your end. I thank God for that. And I caught that. When he said that, I caught that. That was a true revelation moment for me. Although we know in the earth that that word, that verbiage, that um, statement simply just means that, you know, that person is now uh, married, you had this daughter, you had this this child with someone, and now you've gone on and you've married someone else. We get that. But we have to learn how not to give words associated to different predicaments that we're in, to different situations that we're in. Because at the end of the day, that child, that person, that person is a human being. And I don't want, and ever since I learned from him, I don't want any child that is related to me, especially coming out of a marriage, to feel in any way, form of pa uh, or capacity that they're a step. You're a step. That can be misconstrued in so many ways on so many levels. And so the way not to get it twisted or not to get it misconstrued is to not use it. And that actually brings us uh, closer into what we're going to be talking about today, being good stewards. Being good stewards, what does that mean? You need to reserve and meditate and you need to learn uh, the words, the things that you do, what you say, how you say, your body language, how it all relates to uh, being a good steward and allowing for other people to be able to have a good takeaway from you. We don't want to be a castaway. Paul said it in the word. You don't ever want to come across to any person being a castaway, casting them aside, throwing them off to the left or the right and having them to come out of it feeling like no one cares. No, that is completely opposite of what the Spirit of God, what the Holy Ghost is has has been left for you to be able to deliver and to help build up other people for. No, that's not the point. That's not the point. 
Okay, so let's go ahead and go to God in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving, into your courts with praise. God, we bless you and we praise you for this very day that you have given unto us. You didn't have to do it, but we are so glad that you did. Cover us, keep us, oh God, as we continue to grow by hearing your word. You said faith comes by hearing and hearing, not having just heard, but continuing to hear the voice, the the word that you have given unto us. God, thank you, Jesus, for caring enough for us to want to deposit into us and want to uh, keep us and want to protect us, oh God, and training us up, oh God, to be able to speak your word that is life-changing, that would be able to alter even in this very life. In year 2021, the things that go on in our lives, I thank you, God, that we speak the things that be not as though they are according to your word each and every day. God, give us our daily bread. And Lord, we choose to sit at your feet. We choose to sit at your feet. Yes, we choose to sit at your feet, Jesus, in Jesus' name. I pray this over my sisters in Jesus' name. Thank you for keeping our families, our loved ones, our children, and our children's children. Always and always, in Jesus' name, amen. So let's get right into this. So let's let's define, let's find out specifically what steward means. So I'm going to do steward and I'm also going to do stewardship. Okay, so you've got one word, root word, steward, and then stewardship. So I'm going to give that to you today because I want your takeaway to be you knowing what a good steward is and you knowing what stewardship, meaning the action of walking out, being a good steward, what that is. So steward and the noun present, uh, a person who looks after the passengers on a ship, an aircraft or train and brings them meal. Okay. That is classified as a uh, title for steward, S-T-E-W-A-R-D. Then, and then we go down to another definition, a person responsible for supplies of food to a colleague, to club or other institution. Now, Let's talk a little bit about the verb. Here's what the verb of steward is. An official or supervise arrangements or keep order. How about that? Second verb uh, definition, manage or look after. The focus here is a lot on what the verb has to do with this word steward. Not necessarily the uh office of a position in a particular company or in a particular company within an industry. It's the verb. Supervise arrangements or keep order. Manage or look after. That's what the word steward mean. How does that relate to your life as it pertains to your walk in God? You know, woman of God, you know what that is. That is huge. That is huge because that is something that is not just given. That is something that is not just given arbitrarily. Stewardship. Here is the the noun version. The job of supervising or taking care of something such as an organization or property. So I want to use that today because God God has given you the mantle being a child of God, to be good stewards of the word of God and to be good stewards just in life. So both the verb and the noun, but the verb, the action part that 
starts to exemplify what it is that we should be doing. Being good overseers and managers of the word, the word, the word of God that has been entrusted to us by Jesus Christ to be able to deliver that to other people in the earth unto, literally unto the ends of the earth. This is the great, not just exercise, but this is the great movement that God has required and is calling for the church to do and to be in this day and in this age before he comes back. And as I prayed before through the other messages on our podcast, Correct Confession and uh, other titles that our sisters and our pastors have brought to you, the Reverend Gloria Wilson, uh, Sister Wanda Cooley on, on being God's woman, God's wife, God's mother, uh, the call, the ministry, all of this stuff, you know, has come to you to help you to be a better person and to understand the word of God and how to, here it is, the takeaway, apply it. Apply it to your life. You might not be Sister Wanda Cooley. You might not be Reverend Gloria Wilson. You might not be any of the other amazing women of God that are going to be a part of this podcast. You are you defined on purpose for the purpose of God. God has uniquely fingerprinted, imprinted, single imprints on each of our lives that we are to go forth and we are to do something great, not just in your life, but in the lives of others on purpose. No one, think about it, ladies, no one has your fingerprint on earth. You were designed, you were crafted artistically on purpose by God for such a time as this to be able to go into the world and to teach and to preach the gospel of God. No, again, as God has taught us and God has spoken to us before and revealed to us. You don't have to have a a, a a PhD behind your name. No, Jesus didn't have that. Although, I mean, you know, the triumph being, he's the, the, the son, the, the father and the Holy Spirit all wrapped up in one. But God did not say that. Go and get your college education um, to be a theologian and to be a person that is qualified to teach. He didn't say that. I thank God for those who did, because that just pretty much goes to show you how serious that they are with learning about the things of God. And that's great. That's great to take it to that level. Some of us, some people don't have it on that level to get to that point, but that does not mean that you are called. That does not mean that you are chosen because many are called, but few are chosen. I didn't get to finish out my degrees, my line of degrees that I wanted to have after my name, but I thank God for where I am and God has brought me from a mighty long way. And I thank God for every aspect of it, even the hurts, the goods, the bads, the highs, the lows. I thank God that I have learned again, again, sisters, I would not be back before you today if I had not accepted the call of God to go forth and to develop and to birth the the, the uh, God's Virtuous Woman podcast. Because guess what? We are headed to higher height in deeper debts in God. And when I say that, God has blown this thing up and he's doing an amazing thing and it's all to his glory. Because guess what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I thank God for you. I don't need your glory. I don't need your praise. I don't need your any anything. What I need is your kindness and your openness of heart, 
mind, spirit, to hear the word of God because God wants to reach you. God wants to reach you. I had no idea in 1996 where this was going, but look at where we are today. Here it is, 96, 2006, 2016. That's 20 over 20 years, saints, of being before God, not even knowing where God was taking me, going through my life challenges, ups and down, not knowing, not even thinking God was going to use me to be a voice. That's what I am. I am a voice and I'm a vessel. Again, God's Virtuous Woman podcast is not to take over your church. This is to work in conjunction with your church to edify, exhort, and encourage, to motivate and empower you where you are, woman of God, wife of God, mother of God, to do the right thing in every aspect of your life in each of those categories. Nothing supersedes being a woman. The wife and the mother comes out of you just being the woman. I am here to help you. I am here through the power of Jesus to edify, to exhort, and to encourage you according to God's word, not my word. I'm not telling you to open your my Bible. You're opening up Jesus's Bible. You're opening up the word of God so that God can, can deposit into you for you to be the best wife, be the best mother, be the best woman that you can be. And you can slay it and be nice and be cute and be fancy and all that stuff. You can do all of that, but you can do that and still be the woman of God and have people look at you and go, something's different about her. And that difference being there's an anointing on your life to touch, change, and transform other people's lives. So the word that I want to leave with you today is in Mark 4, Mark 4, 24, being a good steward. You have got to, and write this down, you've got to be a good steward over things. You've got to be a good steward over the work itself. And you've got to be even a good steward over how you hear the voice of God. How about that? Even how you hear the voice of God, this is why it's imperative that you spend time with God so that he can speak to you and you will know his voice and a stranger you will not follow. The devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Lady, woman of God, he's going to come at you with everything, everything, even in your own household. Yes, He's going to come at you with everything and you have got to be the one to say, in Jesus name, no, not so. And you rebuke the devil, you bind the devil and you loose the unction of the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide you into all truth each and every day. But if you don't spend time with God, you won't be able to understand the voice that you're hearing. Sometimes the voice that you're hearing is in your own mind. It is not the voice of God. Sometimes the voice that you're hearing is something that somebody told you long, long time ago. You have got to learn how to receive and hear the voice of God. It is imperative, ladies. It's imperative, y'all. Now, this day and age, 2021, July 5th, you have got to learn how to hear the voice of God. If not, I'm telling you, the devil's coming from your, for your family, 
coming for your marriage, coming for your children, coming. He is trying to annihilate you. I mean, utterly annihilate you. Please find yourself. Think it not strange. Please find yourself at the feet of Jesus, learning to, wanting to hear his voice. Look at the passage of scripture that talks about Mary and Martha. And Martha went on to babble and talk about, well, Mary's not helping me in the kitchen. Mary's not doing this. Mary's not doing that. Not that Martha was doing a bad thing. Martha was preparing. She had herself busy. Think about that. Remember last week, God said, you're too busy. You can't even hear my voice. Martha was busy. And where was Mary? sitting at the feet of Jesus. And Jesus himself had to tell Martha, 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 you're not thinking right. Mary is where she needs to be, which is at my feet, hearing the word of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. As you sit at the feet and hear God's voice, you will begin to develop a pattern. This is what the devil don't want you to do, but you will begin to develop a pattern. And that's a good pattern. Draw nigh to God, women of God, woman of God, mother of God, wife of God. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Our simple everyday life is disrupted. Why? Because we allow for the enemy to come in and to bombard our minds. Remember, the mind is the arena of warfare. Ladies, I want you to be encouraged and I want you to stay at the feet of Jesus. Whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's five minutes, start right where you are. Don't allow for anyone, anyone to tell you it's not too much. This is not enough. You can't. No, I bind and I rebuke that already on your behalf in Jesus name against any foe that tries to come up against you. They shall be condemned. That spirit shall be condemned in the name of Jesus. I love you to life. And I want you to remember that the spirit of greatness is upon you and that the seed of greatness does live within you. Yes, you can go forth and do something great in the lives of others. And you can also You can also, in Jesus' name, help others to be able to grow in God. I love you and I thank you in Jesus' name. And remember, your voice is your victory. Your voice is your victory. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Stay tuned for this Thursday's podcast on GodsVirtuousWoman.com. God bless you. Thank you.